Blog Talk Radio. Building the nation with the word of the Lord. Teaching the people the love of God. Kingdom. 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 Amen, 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 and good evening to all of you out in cyberspace and radio land and wherever you may be at the sound of my voice, whether you're hearing this live or uh, participating in the archive recording, we thank and praise God for your participation in the show. We are grateful, hallelujah, once more and again to be able to feature another ministry on kingdom empowerment. God has just really, really been blessing us over these past few weeks with just powerful, anointed vessels of God, and the words that they have been sharing have been incredible, as well as just getting to know them and understanding um, their journey in the Lord. Our, our greatest desire as we do this is to encourage each and every one of you to pursue after the call of God on your life. And and the call of God does not always mean that you're going to be standing behind a pulpit um, delivering sermons. The call of God on your life could have you in many different arenas in this world and in this earth realm. You could um, even be in the political arena. We we definitely need somebody that's steeped in the Word of God and not ashamed um, to stand up for what is what is true and right for God. Or it could be in the business arena. Um, God may have called you to be an entrepreneur and you're, you're expanding the kingdom of God through the marketplace. Remember that no matter where you may be, no matter what the call is upon your life, the ultimate goal is to expand the kingdom of God, to show the love of God to this hurting and, and dark and perverted world so that people can get it together. Um, never forgetting where you have come from, never, ever forgetting where you have come from. That's one thing God keeps before me, not as um, to remind me of guilt, but to to allow me to know and understand how great he is and how good and faithful he is and how wonderful it is to be a partaker of his loving kindness and his tender mercies. And the, the young lady that we have as our guest minister tonight um, has walked through so many different valleys, valleys of death, valleys of destruction, valleys of abuse. You name it, she has pretty much walked it. However, yet God, yet God, God has been so faithful and diligent in her life that she is here with us today and an incredible vessel of honor in the hands of the Lord. So help me in welcoming Minister Helen Washington to the show. Good evening, ma'am. Good evening. How are you? God bless you. I am incredibly blessed of the God. I am just, just so, so um, grateful and thankful for tonight, just to to be able to share you with the world, so to speak. Um, Amen. I, um, I'm glad to be here. It is. It is awesome. It is awesome. Um, so I I always open up with the guest ministers, just kind of allowing you to give a, a little bit of your testimony, share with the listeners how you came to know the Lord and depend on him as just that, as your Lord. Well, amen. When, um, back in 1988, I was struggling and was out of the will of God. I was um, doing drugs, and my daughter had a baby in 1988, and I, I knew that she was 17 years old, and I needed God in my life. My sister had been trying to give me to go to church, and so I, I ended up going to New Bethany Family Worship Center with my sister, and I told the Lord, I, just, I said, God, I know you're real, but if you're really real, you can help me with the situation. And he did. He delivered me immediately from the drugs and alcohol and things that I was going through in my life, and 
I began to do, um, uh, became an usher in the church and do the will of the Lord. And in 1991, uh, the grandbaby that I was taking care of died, June 9, 1991. And I became angry with God because I, you know, I said, God, how could you give me this baby that I so love so much and then take him away. And God began to let me know that his life brought him souls, but his death was going to bring him more souls. And what happened is God, um, as I laid in the hospital, because I actually I was torn from head to toe. My scalp was uh, snatched off my head. My nose was broke. My left leg was broken three places. My back was broken four places. The bones on the left side of my face were shattered, and they said if I lived, I'd be a vegetable the rest of my life. But as many people know me now and have seen me, I thank God for his grace and mercy because he did a miraculous healing in my face and in my back and in my leg and also my scalp. And I told the Lord, I said, you know, you you let all this happen to me, and I didn't understand why. But now I truly understand that I was born for such a time as this, to be a vessel, mm. to to be used by the Lord. And he, my grandbaby, when they had his funeral, my pastor did an altar call, and many young souls came to the Lord. And I thank God for that. Had it not been, if it would have been, you know, me. Uh, the other way around, I wouldn't have been able to do the things that I've been able to do in this walk with Christ without God being yeah. the head of my life in the trials mm. and the tribulations that I've been going through in this life. But I thank God and for his grace and his mercy and my grandson who is now in the arms of Jesus, even though he's a grown man right now. He's in the arms of Jesus. And since then, God has given me 26 more grandchildren. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes, and I'm wow. blessed, wow. truly blessed. Yes, so that's how I became to know the Lord. He delivered me from the drugs. He delivered me from alcohol and, and some other things that I was going through in my life. And as, as all of us, I've had my trials and my tribulations, my ups and my downs. I haven't been perfect walking, you know, the straight line, crossing all the T's and dotting all the I's, but I thank God for his grace because he's truly been right there in the midst of everything that I've been going through. Amen. Let me, let me ask you something because I know that, um, there are a lot of people out there that are struggling with the why me syndrome. How could you allow this to happen? Now, I um, I know that the the accident you you and your grandson were in a terrible car accident, um, mm-hmm. which claimed his life and and caused all the things that that you encountered. How did you get beyond? Um, the place of, you know, God, because you just said you were angry with God. How did you press past the the place of that anger and and the not understanding how God could allow this to happen? Well, I had to just get back into the word. You know, like I was very angry, but how could you be angry at somebody that, put the stars in the sky and set the moon in its place. Mm. You know, I, I begin to, God began to deal with me and talk to me, and God's power and the angels were so strong in the room when I was in the hospital because I was in that hospital from June 9th to the 4th of July, and God began to just deal with my heart and let me know that that baby belonged to him. And because he he was born to deliver and save lives. And when God began to deal with me and speak to me and let me know how precious he is, that he loves us so much that he would send not just my granddaddy, but he sent his son to the cross to Mm. die for all of our sins before we were even Mm. born. 
and the love of God just consumed me in that hospital room, and I began to just weep and cry and and, and get into the word of God and, and be able to know that God loves us in spite of in the midst mm-hmm. of all of our anger and pain, because he could have let me die in the desert. Mm-hmm. You know, and I still say mm-hmm. part of me died in that desert because I don't even mm-hmm. remember um, talking. And I was told, just like I'm talking to you right now, with my scalp snatched off my head, with my all of these things going on in my body, that I was talking to my daughter and telling my daughters that everything was going to be okay. And it was another wow. thing that was kind of funny to me after it was all said and done. And years later, I always wanted to ride in a helicopter. And oh. they said I was flew in by flight for life. And mm-hmm. I was talking to my daughters and I was talking to the ambulance and the people that were flying the helicopter, but I don't remember. So I know God uh-huh. sent an angel to embody this body, to endure the pain that flesh couldn't handle. Oh. It's glory. Amazing. It me in the midst of all mm. of that. You mm. know, it's got God's grace mm, and his mercy. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Just endures forever. But it's the word of God that will take you to places and will carry you. You know, like the word Hmm. says, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. And he knew Uh that he was going to carry me through that pain before I got here. So it's his word Hmm. that takes us and carries us and keeps us. And that's how I was able to get to where I am and get through all of that pain because it has been a journey. Mm, no doubt, no doubt. Unbelievable. You are truly a living, walking, breathing testament, um, not yes. only to the healing power of God, but to the grace of God, the grace yes. um, that he extended to your life, you know, yes. um, to, to, you know, I'm a firm believer that, as the Word of God says, many are called, but few are chosen. The ones that he has chosen, he has earmarked to know that we are able to endure certain hardships, things that we could never imagine. You know, things that if somebody had told you prior to the accident that you would have walked through what you walked through, um, and, and first and foremost, remain sane, Okay, secondly, you yes. be miraculously healed um, because when you left the hospital, you left the hospital walking. You know, you were not bound to a wheelchair. You, you know, right. you, you had your, your sanity, you know what I'm saying? And yes. he has yes. literally, literally miraculously touched your body. Um, and yes. even in the, the losing of, of your grandson, someone so dear to you, your first grandchild, you know, yes. that, that first one. Um, so for his grace to envelop you the way that it did, a lot of times I think that we are so busy saying why, you know, why me, why did I have to walk through this, that we miss him carrying us through it. You know what I'm saying? We, are, yes. you know, we miss yes. those footprints in the sand moments when we, we couldn't walk it ourselves. There, there would be no way that you could have walked through what you walked through on your own. It's nothing but God. It's nothing but God. Yes. And Mm. it was something, the way God just ministered to to people that were coming in, it would would be people to come and visit me. And, you know, I tried to have my little pity party, of course. Because I was mm-hmm. angry at God, and, I'm, and I was asking everybody about the baby. And I thank God for my pastors because they were truly, truly there for me. And But Pastor mm-hmm. Dion, he wouldn't even come to the hospital because he didn't want to lie to me. Because everybody, mm-hmm. I was asking about the baby, and, and, and everybody was saying, oh, he's okay, he's at home. You know, and I already knew that God had taken him home with him. So mm-hmm. I, I was laying there one, one day. And this is just the grace of God and God's goodness. 
I, and God told me to pick up the phone and call my pastor. And I said, I'm not going to call my pastor. And God said, call the pastor. And I said, I'm not going to call pastor. And I said, because the, the phone number is at home on the refrigerator anyway. And you know God has a sense of humor, right? So he said, mm-hmm. yes, he, does. He, he gave me the pastor's phone number. <laughs> so mm-hmm. all I could do was pick up the phone and call my pastor. And when mm-hmm. Pastor realized that it was me, that it was on, on the phone, he hesitated for a minute. And then I asked him, I said, Pastor, where's trivia? And he said, what did God tell you? And I told him, he's going to be with the Lord. And Pastor says, yes. So then after that, Pastor came and he visited me. And I could literally see a cloud hovering over Pastor everywhere he went in that room. Mm-hmm. I could see the glory of the Lord. And I knew wow. that he, he was a man of God. And everyone that came in that room, and it was God's glory that ministered to the people of God that came in. And I thank God for his grace and his mercy for truly, truly God's grace has been with it with with me all these years. Amen. Now these these are are some of the things and the hardships you've encountered since walking mm-hmm. with the Lord. But prior to to your your um connection to God, um where you really realized who he was in your life, you had, um, I'm trying to think of of a proper word to describe it, a very, very tumultuous upbringing and and childhood where you endured. I mean, people that are listening to this will will go, okay, this one individual walked through all of that and, and plus, you know, but your yes. upbringing um, as a, a young baby, from a baby actually up through your teens, was a very, very hard um, life for you. And you have actually written a book um, regarding that time. Please share some of that with, with um, our listeners. Uh, well, my my childhood was very 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 it it was very bad. I was a very angry young girl at the age of twelve. I I um I got a job, but from 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 childhood, I mean from a lap baby, I can remember um, being um, fondled and um. A whole lot of other things happened along the way. Uh, it was just so many bad things that happened. Uh, I got pregnant when I was 13, had a baby when I was 14. And I, um, I'm trying to, just looking for love in all the wrong places and making all the the wrong choices. I, it was drugs and, 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 and men and and, and and I'm on my third marriage and, and um, you know, just going through. And it was really, really, really bad. And God had dealt with me over the years about writing a book about my life. And I, you know, I begin to just jot pieces of paper down, I mean, things down on a piece of paper and, and just put them to the side, never realizing what God was going to do. And now I realize that God has given me, sent someone to me to sell insurance, church insurance, and God actually said what he was selling was life insurance because this book is going to be able to to tear down walls and break through walls and and uh, open up people's hearts so God can go in and deliver, heal, and set them free from things that have happened in their childhood. And that's the reason I was um, wrote the book that has nothing to do with me. It was the way God gave it to me. And, and the young man that he sent to me to write the book, the um he he didn't even live here in Las Vegas, and he came to me, and 
he called me and he emailed me and he would ask me questions. And once the book was written, he didn't even realize the things that he had wrote. He didn't remember because he said God would get him up in the middle of the night and have him typing and and, uh, doing stuff on the computer. And when I read it, the different chapters, it's as if he was right there when some of the things that were going on, and I didn't even tell him. So it just brought back memories. So I want everyone, the name of the book is A Cry for Help. And God gave me the title, A Cry for Help and Divinely Appointed to Be True to Go Through. And I thank God that it's all about him. It's all about God getting the glory. It's all about being used as a tool to let God be glorified, that people may be saved, delivered, healed, and set free from bondage. You know, and, it is it is such a phenomenal thing that you are willing to um, be transparent, you know, and um, and share your scars. And, and the abuse and the rapes and all the other things that, you know, the suicides, the, just there's oh, yes, so much. Um, that there's just so much that yes. your life engulfed at such an early age. Um, yes. So, so often we try to hide our scars, but it is so mm-hmm. vital. And, and I know your heart, and I know the reason for the book is to be a blessing to others so that they can see there is another side to it. You know what I'm saying? You can get through. Yes. Yes. If you let God do it, he will do it. If you let God lead and guide you, and even in the midst of our flaws and our falls and our trials and our tribulations, and I want to give up, because like you just said, there were times that I just wanted to just lay down and not wake up. There were times that I tried to commit suicide, and God said not. So there were times that people pulled guns on me, and and there were times when when um, I was in car wrecks. That wasn't, in 91, that wasn't the first car wreck. You know, there was a couple of other times I was in car wrecks, and, and, and the enemy was just trying to take me out, you know, because I, I didn't know what God had planned, but God already knew what he had planned. You know, it was already in his plan for this book to be written. It was already in his plan for us to be used as a tool. And that's in all of our lives. It's not just my life. And whoever is going through something and has been through hardship after hardship after hardship, going through having people in their family die and they wanting to die, God has a plan for your life. God is too good and too loving to not be there for you. He's always been right there by your side. He's always loved you. And you you probably would say, how could God let this thing happen to me? And God is saying, I loved you so much. My son died on the cross for the sins of those that are not even born yet. He was bruised for our transgressions. He he died on that cross to give us the peace that surpasses all understanding. And once we become come to the knowledge of knowing how much God loves us, we'll be able to stand up and fight the devil, that wicked, evil one, with the word of God. We can't do it in our flesh but we can do it with the word because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of every stronghold. And that's even in our childhood. God was always right there. He didn't let you die then, and he's not going to let you die now, no matter what you're going through. Amen, amen. Well, I, I hear I hear the anointing and the spirit of God already um, primed and ready to come forth. So I'm just going to go ahead and, and open up the floor to you and just, you know, let the Lord use you and share your word. 
Amen, amen. And I just want to come out of Acts tonight, Acts the 12th chapter, where it's dealing with, and I just want to talk about the power of prayer and and how God can deliver you out of the bondage that you may be in, and you might be holding on to some things. And I want to start at the fourth verse, and it says, so when he had arrested him, talking about Peter, and he put him in, in prison, and delivered him to four squads of soldiers to keep him and tend to bring him before the people after the Passover. See, when when God's, when the enemy's got you in bondage, he's got all kind of demonic and evil spirits hovering over you and speaking to you. But at the right time, God will release you, and the enemy will have to let you go. And and the fifth verse says. Peter was therefore kept in prison, but constant prayer was offered offered to God for for him by the church. And when Herod was about to bring him out that night, Peter was asleep with two chains between the two soldiers and the guards before the door were kept, were, they were keeping him in prison. Now behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him, and a light shone in, in the prison and struck him, Peter on the side, and raising him up, saying, Arise quickly, and his chains fell off of him. See, the Lord sent an angel to heal, I mean, to, to rescue Peter, to get him out of prison. And those that are in prison, God will always send an angel. He will always send the power of God. The enemy will have to release and let you go. And then it says in the eighth verse, then the angel said to him, gird yourself and tie your sandals. And so he did. And he said to him, put on your garments and follow me. And he went out and followed him and did, and did not know that what was being done was with the angel was real but thought he was seeing a vision. See, sometimes you think you're seeing a vision and things are not real around you. And God has said, because it don't seem real. Sometimes you're going through so many things, God has sent someone to you, and it's like an illusion, but it's God sending the angel to rescue you. And then he says, when they passed the first and the second guard, the post, they, they came to the iron gate, that leads to the city and which which open which opened to them of its own accord. The, the gate just opened up immediately. And they and then immediately the angel just departed. And when Peter had come to himself he said, Now I know for certain that the Lord has sent and his angel and delivered me from the hand of Herod. And from all the expectations of the Jewish people, see, Cheryl, Cheryl, Cheryl Howard wanted to uh, destroy Peter. He wanted to kill Peter, but God sent an, sent the angel to him to deliver him. And it says, so when he had considered this, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of Martha and John, whose surname was Mark. No, the mother of, let me slow down, the, the house of Mary, the mother of John, who was surnamed Mark, where many were gathered together praying. See, they were praying for Peter. And that came about when sometimes we have people praying for us. And that's the God that let, let me know this and to say, we can't pray with everybody. And we can't ask everybody to pray for us. We have to have the right people in the right place at the right time, praying that God may deliver us out of some some of the things that we're going through. And it says that Peter knocked at the door of of the gate, and the girl named Martha came and answered. <laughs> and she recognized Peter's voice because of her gladness. She did not open the gate, but ran in and announced that Peter stood before the gate. But they said to her, you are beside yourself. Yet she kept insisting that it was so. So they said, it's an, it, it is his angel. Now they're saying it's Peter's angel, not Peter himself. 
Now, Peter continued knocking, and when they opened the door, they saw him, and they were astonished. But motioning to them, telling them to be quiet, Peter told them what had, had happened. And he declared to them how the Lord had brought him out of prison, and he said, go tell these things to James and the brethren. And he departed and went to another place. Then as soon as, as it was day, day, there was no small stir. There was a small stir among the soldiers. But what about what had become of Peter? But when Herod had searched for him and not found him, he examined the guards and commanded that they should be put to death. Now he was so mad, this king was so mad that he had the soldiers, the whole army of people, that the, all of the guards killed because they had let, the, he thought they had let Peter go. But God had sent his angel to deliver Peter, and God will also send an angel to deliver you from wherever you are, no matter what is going on. And know this, know that God knows exactly where you are at this time. And don't tell everybody your business. When God, sometimes you have to wait for the right time to let the people know what God has done in your life. You can't go before God because God is a God of time because he is time. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Now, Herod had been very angry with the people. Now, the people begin to, 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 to wrap this up. The people begin to praise God because they were fed by the, 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 the king, the king's people, because it had been a famine in the land. And they were fed, and they were shouting, and they wanted him to praise God with them. And he got all dressed up and came out. It goes on to say he got all dressed up and came out, and the people began to shout about, the, the shout about God and the voice of a man. And immediately the angel of the Lord struck him because he did not give glory to God. He was eaten by the worms, but the word of God grew and multiplied. People will be angry at you, but when God has done something for you, you've got to give God the glory and the honor and the praise. And we are in a world today that we should know no matter what, what is going on in our lives, we've got to come together and we've got to pray for one another. God has always had an angel for us. God let us let me know. He said, think about, think over, think about it, the times in life. Remember the times that God saved your life. That was an angel sent by God. Or a time when you were in a hurry to go somewhere and could not find your keys a sudden, a sudden you, you just couldn't go. That was a God sent an angel to stop you from going. You go the same way, and and right there, then you see, you go the same way every day, and right there, when you were to pass or turn, there was a person laying on the street already. God always has a ram in the bush for his people. And God says it's time for us to come together and pray. Judgment starts in the house of God first. And God sent me also to to um Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. God is saying for all of us to come together on one accord. We've got to be on one accord like they were in Acts. They all came together on one accord, and they prayed for Peter. And because they prayed for Peter, the shackles, the, 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 uh, the, the soldiers were asleep. The angel came and got Peter out of prison. God will release and let his people Go. God will deliver you. He will heal you. He will set you free. To set another thing God has put on my heart, we can't live any kind of life and expect for God to deliver us. We can't go, we can't do one thing, say one thing, and do another thing. 
and our children, our children, we have baby souls weighing in the balance because we can't come together and pray together. There's so much jealousy in the body of Christ. There's so much anger in the body of Christ. It's time for us to come together on one accord. Because the word of God says, if we come together, if two or three come together in my name, you can ask whatever you will, and I will do it. We need to come together as one body and pray for each other. When we see somebody's child out there hurting, we need to stop and pray for that child. We, and the, some of us have discernment. Some of us, God draws us to these children. Some of us, God draws us to people, and we walk away from them like we are so and 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 don't want to have anything to do with anybody. God bought us from a, a mighty long ways. All of us weren't born with a silver spoon in our mouth, and then some of us that were born with a silver spoon in our mouth, we still have went through trials and tribulations. So God loves you for who you are. Let's come together on one accord. Let's do like they did in in, in the. Acts the twelfth chapter. Let's come together when when the babies are crying out, when the the older people are crying out. They're being abused because the church isn't praying. It's time for the church to turn from their wicked ways. It's time for us to come together on one accord and do God's will. It's time for us to stop being selfish because it's not about us. It's all about doing the will of God, and we will call for such a time as this so that we can come together and be used as a tool to let God be glorified. Let God be glorified. There's babies out there. I just hear God talking about the babies, the babies, the babies need us. And if we cannot stand for righteousness and holiness in this hour, we have no right to be in the house of God calling ourselves and raising our hands up, praising God and talking to people about God when we're talking about other folks' children and we're acting like that. Our children are better than their children. Our children are no better than anyone else's children. Our children have their faults just like we have our faults. The Bible tells us that we've all fallen short of the glory of God. We've all sinned in one way or another. We've all did things or thought things that we shouldn't have thought and shouldn't have done against someone. So let us repent, 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 and call on the name of the Lord and ask God to come into our hearts. We need to ask God to deliver us from gossip and backbiting up in the church, not outside the church. We need to ask God to heal our hearts and forgive us and ask God to forgive those that have already, forgive us for those that have already went on to be with the Lord. And we have put our mouths on so many people. The word of God says we shall have, you shall have what you say. And if you say that that child ain't no good, that child ain't going to be nothing, uh, if a person has died and you spoke against that person, you need to ask God to forgive you right now. We need to repent for everything because God, we are no better than his son. His son died for every sin that will will happen on this earth. And because of that, we are no better than he is. When Jesus Christ died on that cross, he took everything, every pain that we would cause on this earth to someone. Because that's sin. When you cause somebody else pain, that's sin. He took that all upon himself in a moment. And we have the audacity to think that we're going to skip through this life in the church and not reap what we sold into other people's lives and to other people's children's lives. It's time for us to turn from our wicked ways, repent, Ask God to forgive us and ask God to hear our hearts and cry out like David. Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew your right spirit in me. Lord, forgive me for whatever, whatever comes up right now. Ask the Lord to forgive you for it because we've all fallen. We've all fallen and we've all did wrong. We've all thought wrong. We've all said wrong. 
and we need to call those words back into captivity. And right now, I just want to pray. I feel led to pray. Heavenly Father, we come before your throne of grace. Father God, I lift up everyone that's up under the sound of my voice, that's up under the sound of your voice, Lord God. This is your vessel. I lift them up to you, Lord God. And if there's anything in any of us, Lord God, Father God, that has caused anybody any pain, Lord God, we repent right now in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, we just call back into captivity every word that has been spoken, that we have spoken against someone, and that has been spoken against us. And we cast them back from which they came. And we loose your ministering angels around us to continue to lead God and direct us along the path that you predestinated us to before the foundation of this earth was laid. We thank you, Lord God, for that peace that surpasses all understanding. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for going before us and making the crooked places straight in our hearts and our minds and our souls, Lord God. And if, if there's any hidden thing in our hearts, in the deep depths of our hearts, Lord God, that needs to be uprooted, Lord God, we pray right now, Lord God, that you would show it to us. And, Father God, we just don't pray for tonight, Lord God. We pray for the rest of our lives, that you will continue to purge us and wash up and cleanse us, Lord God. Let the glory of the Lord continue to rise up in us, Lord God. And those that are not saved, Lord God, we pray for their souls right now, Lord God, that they be delivered and healed and set free, Lord God. We pray for the babies, Lord God, that are being molested right now, Lord God. We pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that the enemy will loose and let go of those babies, Lord God. We pray that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. And every line tongue that's risen against these babies, we will condemn with your word and the word of God will go forth and not return void. We thank you, Lord God, that they will walk by faith, Lord God. They will believe in the word of the Lord. And, Father God, those, Lord God, that have turned away from you, Lord God, we pray in the name of Jesus for their minds and their hearts to be delivered, Lord God, and set free in the name of Jesus. We pray that you would get all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise, Lord God. We pray for the bishops, Lord God. We pray for the apostles, Lord God. We pray for the ministers, Lord God. We pray for the pastors in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Father God, that those that have turned, Lord God, away from you, that they will turn around and come back to you, Lord God, and be delivered and cry out and be saved, Lord God. Let them repent, Lord God, before their congregation, Lord God, that their souls, Lord God, will be saved in the name of Jesus, for we all again have fallen, Lord God, but we thank you for your amazing grace and mercy. Have your way, Lord God. Deliver and heal and set the captives free in the name of Jesus. For your word says, Lord God, for this reason, Lord God, some of them you raised Raise them up like Pharaoh, Lord God. Father God, for this very reason, you've hardened hearts, Lord God. But we pray that they will be delivered, that your power and your glory will be manifested in this hour, Lord God. That they will break free and see, Lord God. Let the blind see who Jesus Christ of Nazareth is, Lord God. Let the scales come off their eyes, Lord God. Father God, let the, the, the deaf and dumb hear, Lord God. Let them hear your horn blowing, God. We thank you, Lord God, that they are delivered, they are saved, and they are set free. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, glory, God. Your glory and and praise, Lord God, we give to you, Lord God, because it's all about you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 And I hear God saying to some, the Spirit of the living God is upon thee. He's anointed thee to preach the tidings unto the world, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives of those that are bound, to proclaim acceptable year of the Lord. Hallelujah. That the souls may be set free. There's a word in your mouth that needs to go forth. Turn from your wicked ways and speak the word of God. Speak God has not given you the 
a spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind. Lord, we thank you, hallelujah, for your word, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, hallelujah. Have your way, Jesus, hallelujah. Glory, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God is, God is so faithful. Thank he is uh, um, an incredible father. Yes, 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 he is. He knows exactly what each of us need and, and provides it at that very moment. And I just believe that, that there is someone that is listening, that your prayer just then and, and the word of the Lord that you release hallelujah, will propel them forward, will propel them into their next dimension in the Lord. Um, we, we're trying to get from level to level to level to level, and God is trying to take us into deeper and deeper dimensions in him. He doesn't want us just to be comfortable you know, um, with the status quo. He doesn't want us to get comfortable in where we are at any given time. Um, we are always pursuing after him and for the deeper things of him. And he is yes. always faithful. He is always yes. faithful to continually reveal more and more of himself. Yes. So I, I thank and praise God for, for you on tonight and for the word that you have delivered. Um, and, and for that powerful prayer, I, I just um, I know in my spirit that um, someone has been encouraged, has been encouraged to, to press in even the more, even the more. So I'm I'm grateful on tonight. I am grateful on tonight. As we said at the opening of the show, you know that above all else, no one, no matter what it is that God has called you to, we never lose sight of the expansion of His kingdom. So each one, reach one. It's like any time we can reach another, you know, um, and encourage them to pursue after the glory of God, not after the glory of man. It's an incredible honor, and, um, and it's an awesome thing. God be the glory. To God be the glory. And there's several women, several women that have been molested and raped that are listening. Go to someone that you that you know that can pray with you, that loves you for who you are. You know, you're not a battered woman. You're a woman of the most high God. God loves you for who you are. God needs you. God has brought you this far so that you can be there for someone else. There are, there, are, there are babies that need you. Go to someone and let someone pray with you. You need to yeah. open up and cry out and, and, and be delivered from what you're going through and what you've been through. No. No. You can't stand. God loves you. No. Amen. You know, um, it's very important to realize and understand that that the trick of the enemy is to keep you isolated, to keep yes. you separated from those that that do love you, um, for those that that want um, to be a help to you. And and I I know that once you have experienced abuse and what have you, trust is very difficult. It is yes, very it is. difficult to trust again, to trust anybody or anything. Um, yes. But please know that, that there is a loving God who will yes, place someone in your life that you can yes, trust. You know, yes. we, we put all trust, faith, and hope into God, but there are those um, that are, are men and women of integrity and of a good report and of um, yes. good character that yes. the Lord has placed in your path to walk through um, your hardships with you, to, to, to usher you into a place of healing. You know, yes. um, there's a saying that says no man is an island, and, and I believe that we, are, we get so caught up, and I'm guilty of it, I, I'm so guilty of it, um, that we get into our own little dimension, and we decree and declare, I don't need nobody but Jesus. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't need okay. nobody else. It's just me and you, Lord, and we're good. You know. Uh-huh. And I think we've mm-hmm. all we've all been there. Um yes. but 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 God God is a a um a faithful God and yes. he knows yes. that we each need each other. That's why he created more than just one. Okay. okay. If we didn't need yes. each other, it would just be one. And we would be yes. all good as one. <laughs> you know? Okay. But, <laughs> you know, seriously. But we all need each other. We, we do. We, we need each other. But we That's need right. to understand the role that we play in each other's lives because it is we're, right. we're not to take up the role um, to try to replace God. We're not no. to um, be that one that we just want the the people to um, look to us, you know, no, for the answer. We want to be used. Yes, 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 yes. We want to be used of God, you know, yes. to be a blessing yes. in another one's life. But we need to yes. recognize and understand that's that's what it's about being used of God. That we have to yes. surrender yes. ourselves to the Lord and let God use us in the lives yes. of others. It's not about them depending on us, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Um, That's to right. be their savior. That's right. Um, That's right. It's all about God getting the glory. You know, I, um, yes. I'm 61 years old, and, and it's taken me all these years to, I've known that I've, I've God created me for him, but it's it's like since this book has been written, it's like, you know, um, Jeremiah 29 and 11, you know, I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. God already knew that he was going to send us out here to go through what we're going through. So he already knew that. So I just, you know, it's like a stamp on my head, bam, you know. Okay, God, I understand. It's all all about you. It's all about God giving Mm -hmm. the glory. He sent us down mm-hmm. here that he that that he can use us as tools to like you just said each one reach one, you know mm-hmm. he's always been right there with you. He's always been right in the midst of whatever's been going on, so that you will be there for somebody else when they go mm-hmm. through. Yeah. That you've been yeah. through that, you can identify what that person has been through. Because you've already been entangled, but you've been delivered. And you can tell them, God can get you through this, but only God can do it. You can't Mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. I can't do it. Only God can do it. Because he made you for himself to be able to be one, to reach one. And that's who we are. Amen. 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 Well, Minister Helen, I I thank you so much for coming on and for sharing your heart with the people of God. I've been blessed, so I know that they have been blessed. Amen. Amen. It's about doing what God wants done in in this life. You know, the time that's left, it all belongs to God. And the listeners know that you belong to God. Mm. And know that God, Mm. yes, he needs you. He needs you to reach one. You got to get it together. And no matter yeah. who has done what, how high or how low they are, find someone that you can talk to and be prayed mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. Amen. And be led of God. You know, be led of God. God will give you a spirit of discernment um, because we can't tell everybody everything about our past. We we just can't. Know. You know, people know. unfortunately no. sit in judgment. They pat, they point fingers. They you know mm-hmm. they do things that you know really should not be done. I, I tell people I'm a very transparent person, and and I will share my stories, my life testimonies, my failures, my my mm-hmm. good days and bad days. But there yes. are certain things in my life that don't nobody know but me and Jesus. Okay. And and, 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 and it will be that way. And, <laughs> and, and, and it will be that way. You know, because there's some things you just can't tell everybody. But there's some exactly. things that are shut in us that, that, that will help other people. That's where 
you know, I was going, that there's something in you that can help someone else. But be like uh, Elder Colette just said, be led of God who you speak to. You know, be led of God. And no matter who the person was that hurt you, let God deliver you and heal you from that. Ah, yes. Forgive, forgive, forgive. Forgiveness is, to me, forgiveness has nothing to do with the other person. Forgiveness is all about you. It really really is. Because you cannot heal until you forgive. You cannot start your healing process until you forgive and let that thing go. And there are so many people right today sick in their body, dying because they would not let go of unforgiveness. And it's a factor. It's like a cancer within them, eating them alive from the inside out. So it is vital. It is vital that you forgive. That's right. Whether that person ever repents or tells you they're sorry or even acknowledges the wrong that they have done you, none of that matters. It it, it really, really doesn't because what is done is done. All the opportunities in the world can't change what's been done. It's just real. It's just truth. You know, so it does not matter if, if they come and beg your pardon or ask you for forgiveness or whatever. They may be even dead and gone on. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But forgiveness mm-hmm. is about you. It will That's it will right. transform your life. That's it will right. allow you to move forward in the things mm-hmm. of God. And that's vital. That's right. That's, that's right. Vital. So I really want everybody to, to look forward to your book, A Cry for Help. Um, yes. I know it's going to be in all of the, the pertinent online bookstores, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Borders, everything out there. But we have to bring you back once it's launched so that, you know, we can let the listeners know it has been launched. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. I, I, I know yes. it's going to be a major, major blessing to many, many lives, to many, many yes. lives. Yes, and well, once we're down business. to the last two minutes of the show, so I just want you to um, share your your parting uh, parting words to our audience. Well, I just want the audience to know that first of all, I thank God for what He's doing in your lives and what He has done in my life, and I want to thank God for Elder Corlette for being a guest on her show, and most of all. Give God the glory, honor, and praise for everything that he is doing. And if there's anyone when the book comes out, just you'll be able to get in contact with me. I'll be on Facebook. Um, just You need somebody to talk to. When you read the book, you'll know why. Amen. Because God is going to do some things. It's all about Christ. Amen. 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 Well, to him be the glory. Thank you so much for coming on and for sharing. We thank and praise God for you and for your life because it is definitely um, a life that is sold out to the Lord. And as I said before, you are a vessel of honor in his hands. So we thank God for you. Amen. Well, that's going to wrap up the show for us. Well, we love you. Um, that's going to wrap up the show for tonight. Um, I'm inviting you all to join us again on next week uh, when we will be um, presenting another powerful vessel of God before you. Take care. Have an incredible week. Oh, 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 very, very important. Um, we know that this coming Monday um, is a high holy day for the witches and the warlocks. We call it Halloween. They call it a holiday. So mm. be mindful. Please be prayerful over your yes. children. Yes. Even if you don't have children, pray for the children. It is very, very important that our yes. children are covered with a hedge of protection from God. They are innocent. All they know is they want candy. Everybody's dressing up, and they want to go do their thing. But please hear us. Please, please, please hear hear our hearts, okay? Cover them with your prayers. Cover them with your prayers. We're decreeing and declaring that not one child will be lost this uh, this year. Not one. 
not Not one in Jesus' name. Not one child will be sacrificed. Not one child will be poisoned. Not one child will be molested. Not one child will be lost in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. It is so. God bless you. Have a blessed week, and we will get with you again on next Thursday night. God bless. Building the nation with the word of the Lord, teaching the people the love of God. Kingdom, 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 empower.